God is good. Hallelujah. How are you doing? Are you great? I hope you had a nice week in God's presence. And now enjoy this precious time. This is a time where God, He wants to speak with your heart. He's using everything here. We are preparing everything, first of all, to glorify God's name. And of course, to touch your heart. So please open up your heart. Open your mind. Let God change your life. Let God transform your life completely right now. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Blessed be your family. Blessed be your, your life, your heart right now. So please open and receive the word of God. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we are living at the end of times. We are speaking it every week here. Very soon, this word will finish. Even if you are not a believer, you have to agree with me. The word is going toward its end. The finish is near, my brother. Did you know there is a clock who shows how close we are to the end of times? Did you know that? <laughs> Science created it in 1947. They studied what is happening. Of course, they don't know about the right day that uh, the world will cease to exist. But they can be close because we know that Jesus told about the end of times. And we can see the signs, the things happening among us. And this clock, the Iconic Doomsday Clock, this is the name. The Iconic Doomsday Clock symbolizes the gravest Paris facing humankind is now closer to midnight than at any point since its creation in 1947. To underscore the need for action, seconds rather than minutes they are spread right now. In this year, this clock was moved from two minutes to midnight to 100 seconds to midnight. <laughs> when this clock goes to midnight, it's the end. Of course, the signs they are expecting, okay? They are seeing every sign around us, around them, around the world, and they will see that the end is near. So we have just 100 seconds or 1 minute and 40 seconds. <laughs> Do you believe that? Even the unbelievers know that the world is going to the end. But in the midst of this storm, the world is facing. Today we're going to talk about the hope of every Christian. <laughs> we are living in chaos and we have one hope. What's our hope? One day when this world ends, we have the expectation of heaven. We want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. And do. <laughs> Can you answer it to your brother, your sister, to your family right now? Do you want to go to heaven? I want to go to heaven. We want to live in heaven and see Jesus face to face. This is my strong desire to see my Lord face to face. And the message today is heaven is for real. This is our message. 
Heaven is for real. Heaven is for real. And it was prepared for you. Are you ready to go there? I want to tell you. You are made to go to heaven. Do you know that? You don't belong to this world. If you feel that you do not fit in with the things of this world, it's a sign that you do not belong to this world. Look what the Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 11. He says, Dear friends, I urge you as foreign and exiles. Pay attention. Dear friends, I urge you as foreign and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which you wage war against your soul. You are a foreigner here. You are exiled here. <laughs> you don't belong to this word. Another word says, another verse in the Bible. Hebrews 13, 14. For here we do not have an endurance seat, but we are looking for the seat that is to come. The new Jerusalem. We do not belong to this word. Hallelujah. And Paul in Philippians 3, verse 20 and 21 he says, but our citizenship is in heaven. And we, are, we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables Him to bring everything under His control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like His glorious body. Hallelujah. You do not belong to this world. You were made to go to heaven. C.S. Lewis, a Christian, he said, If I find in myself desires which nothing this world can satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. Hallelujah. If I find in myself desires which nothing in this world can satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. You don't belong to this world. You are made to go to heaven, my brother. And what is heaven? Who is there? Who can go there? What will you do there? Today we found out more about it in the Bible. So be ready. <laughs> Today you're going to travel with me. A little bit in the Bible to see what we have about information about heaven. So John chapter 14, verse 1 to 3. Jesus said to us, let's read. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, Jesus said. My father's house has many rooms. If that we are not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. Hallelujah. What we understood here? Jesus has prepared a home for us. Hallelujah. <laughs> he told us to don't let your heart be troubled. Wait a little bit. Be patient. Don't fear. Believe. 
I have a room in my father's house to you. Jesus, he went there to heaven just to prepare a room, a place for you, my brother. It's for your family because we do not belong to this world. Jesus has prepared a home for us. Amen. The second, heaven is compared to our father's house. Jesus told it, I'm going to my father's house. What do you feel in your father's house? Can you think about? There you are safe. When you are beside your father, beside the, the, the person who you love, you can rest. You can feel joy to be with those you love, your family. Think about the Sunday, Sunday's dinner. When our family, they are together. <laughs> Everybody's with their family. They have a nice time together. <laughs> they can spend time. They can talk a lot. It's like a party. In heaven, it will be better. Jesus has prepared a home for us. It will be our home, our Father's house. Amen? Jesus has a plan to prosper you here, to bless you here on earth. But more than that, He died on the cross to forgive you and give it to assistance to go to heaven when you die. We can get a nice, nice life here, of course. A health life with money. There's no problem. But more than that, Jesus told, I'm going to prepare a room for you <laughs> to spend eternity beside you. Hallelujah. So if you have expectation about heaven, your life should be different here on earth things on earth lose value before eternity look if you have hope about heaven expectation about heaven what means you can be rich here but when you die you won't be able to take your money there <laughs> jesus said do not in matthew 6 19 to 21 let's read together i give a time you can look in your bible <laughs> Let's go. Verse 19, Matthew chapter 6 says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, because where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. My brother, my sister, store up treasures in heaven to yourself. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where is your heart? Where is your treasure? <laughs> when you face death, everything becomes clear to you. You can think about heaven or hell. Life can be ruined here because of things that you never ever imagined here on earth or in heaven. I want to share my story with you. Last week I celebrated my birthday. <laughs> but it's my second birth, not my original birth, you know, because God delivered me from an accident of motorcycle. 80 years ago, I had an accident and Jesus delivered me from death. 
So every year I celebrated. I was on my motorcycle going home and suddenly a car drove over to my side of the road. It hit me and sent me flying over 10 meters away. I flopped. <laughs> I spun the air three times and I fell on the ground almost under another car. When I landed on the ground, I couldn't feel my legs anymore. I didn't feel my legs. And the girl from that car I landed next to got off. She started to pray in tongues for me. Look that. She was a believer. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, was, I was never alone because God prepared their children to bless me, to bless you. She came to me and she stopped beside me and started to pray in tongues. To God restore me completely, my legs, my health. In that time, my legs become new again. I start to, to move. I start to feel again my legs. I start to praise God. Hallelujah. And she said to me, she said after the prayer, the Holy Spirit told me to break my car before hitting you. And God said to me, look at the deliverance that I will give to my servant. Hallelujah. <laughs> at that moment, my brother, when I faced death, I thought, when I was on the ground, when I was not feeling more my legs, I started to think, if I die today, why will I present to Jesus? How is my basket? Do I have enough fruit to present to my Lord in that day? Do I have courage to see Lord face to face and, and tell Him, Lord, I spend my time blessing people. I spend all my money blessing the poor. I prayed. I fast. And here, it's my deeds, my work. It's for you, Lord. Do I have works that demonstrate my love for Jesus and for souls? I reflect on that for years. All I could see was my life flashing before my eyes. My brother, we have to stir up treasures in heaven. These things of earth doesn't make sense when we look to heaven we have our hope in heaven. And you have to choose today. Go to heaven or go to hell. That is only two ways. It's right for me to warn you today about what Jesus taught and what the Bible teaches from cover to cover. Suppose you were drawing and I had the gospel lifeboat. I'm not going to let you drown if I can help you. I'm telling you to choose today. Go to heaven. And what does the Bible say about heaven? We're going to read some verse of the Bible now. But I invite you to read the full chapter of Revelation 21. Note it. Go thereafter. Read the Bible. Revelation chapter 21. There we can see what heaven is going to be like. It's tremendous. Heaven is for real. In heaven... There are high walls. In chapter 21 of Revelation says, the heaven, there are high walls. The wall is made of many, many precious stones. 
and the seat is made of pure gold, as pure glass. The foundations of seat walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The great street of the city was of gold, hallelujah, as pure as transparent glass. John in Revelation 21 says that he did not see a temple in the city. Why? Because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple, hallelujah. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light. And the lamp, it's lamp. Hallelujah. My brother, one day I had a dream. I think it was a spiritual dream. You know, I was in heaven. Yes, I was there in my dream. And someone was showing me around. I felt a big joy and peace in my spirit when I walked on the streets there. Of course, it was a dream. I know, I didn't go there. Yes, it was a dream. But when I woke up, I was so glad to know that one day I will go there. Hallelujah. Because heaven is for real and I don't belong to this world. Hallelujah. Heaven is the New Jerusalem. New Jerusalem is a big city of gold with walls covered in precious stone and streets full of gold. The Bible says it. Could you imagine that? The streets full of good. Dubai is nothing compared to heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. More than that, there is no temple there. Because Jesus is the temple. There are no churches there. Jesus is the temple. It's interesting to read that because today we are Jesus' temple. The Holy Spirit lives inside us. And I ask you, how is your temple? Is God happy with your life? With the place that you gave to Him? With the house you prepared for Him? Because He prepared a perfect house for you in heaven. What about your house here on earth? Is your house a good place to God lives there? In heaven, we will live in Jesus. Psalm 16 says, we are full of joy in God's presence. Huh. Hallelujah. In heaven, we are going to have joy every day. The happiness doesn't stop there because we will live in Jesus. Hallelujah. So now, let's see in Revelation chapter 21, verse 1 to 8. It says, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And there was no longer any sea. Pay attention to this phrase, okay? There was no longer any sea. Verse 2. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. Prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her, for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and He will dwell with them. They will be His people, and God Himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, 
or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away he who was seated on the throne said i am making everything new hallelujah then he said write this now for these words are trustworthy and true he said to me it is done i'm the alpha the omega the beginning and the end to the thirst i will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life those who are victorious will inherit all this and i will be their god and they will be my children but the cowardly the unbelieving the vile the murderous the sexually immoral those who practice magic arts the idolaters and all liars they will be consigned to the fear lake of burning sulfur this is the second death so let's study each verse now verse 1 says then i saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer sea the first lesson of what is heaven we have now everything is new in heaven hallelujah everything john is telling us that everything is new new heaven new earth new body new desires a new name to you we will have a new body there a new name but we will be the same people there you're going to receive a new body your your body is going to be transformed you're going to receive a new name but you will be the same person there the bible shows it when jesus was the mountain praying and he was transfigured before the disciples the bible says his face shone like the sun and his clothes become white as the light and suddenly moses and elijah appeared there hmm. peter recognized them as prophets of course they had a new body there but they were the same people my brother in heaven we will have a discernment about everything we will know about every person there everything is going to be new but you'll be able to recognize people there but in a different way there will be no more marriage pay attention jesus told it there will be no more marriage there no more relatives no more husbands wives father mom children no everyone in heaven will be like one family brothers and sisters and one father everyone will be brothers and together we will praise our only father the lord almighty there we will be able to worship god with perfect tools perfect voices perfect instruments we will be able to prepare wonderful meetings to exalt jesus name everything is going to be new you haven't experienced it yet here on earth everything is going to be awesome there there are wonderful things waiting for us in heaven new things hallelujah this is the first lesson the second lesson that we can get here in heaven there is no separation no more separation why did 
Why did John said that there was no longer sea? Why did he tell us that? Should I be worried about that? There was no longer sea there, no more beach. <laughs> there was no sea. Why did he say that? Do you know why? When Jesus, when John, he wrote the book of Revelation, he was in Patmos Island. And you know what an island is, yes? The island is a portion of land among the sea. The sea separated John of his brothers and his family. He was in prison there, alone. And when he looked, he saw just waters, just sea, separating him from his family, from his church, from the body of Christ. But in heaven, <laughs> because that he wrote, in heaven there is no separation, no sea to separate you from your beloved Jesus. Here on earth, we are separated from those who we love. Death does it. When someone we love dies, we are separated. Disease does it. When people need to be in hospital far from their families. Distance does it when we love someone, but distance doesn't allow you to be together. War does it when soldiers need to fight and leave their family behind. But in heaven, hallelujah, there is no separation. There is no separation. There will be no separate. There will be no quarantine, hallelujah, in heaven. You won't be away from your family, your friends, your God, your church. There is no sea to separate you from who you love, Jesus Christ. Your church, the body of Christ. No more sea to be between you and the body of Christ. Today we have lockdown here, quarantine. But one day in heaven, we will be together as one body, praising Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. So in heaven, there is no separation. This is the second lesson that we got here. Third point. Heaven is like a party. It's biblical. <laughs> heaven is like a party. Verse 2. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed, for her husband. The church is being prepared for Jesus here on earth. Everything is happening to prepare us for this glorious party. I know you have been to a wedding party before, yes? And you know that everybody looks at the bride and talk about her dress and her beauty. <laughs> and Joe showed us here that Jesus is preparing us as a bride to her wedding. And there will be a party forever on earth. Jesus spoke about the king's party in Matthew chapter 22. He was speaking about the heaven there. It is speaking about the parable of the wedding banquet. God prepared everything. The Bible says it in Matthew chapter 22. God prepared everything for free for his guests. He prepared food. He prepared music. He prepared a place. He prepared joy to them. But his guests didn't want to go. The Bible says it. 
So he sent his servants to go to the streets and call everybody in need. Everybody who wanted to go to that party, just come. I have an invitation for you. You are invited to come to God's party. Hallelujah. To God's banquet. You are invited to participate in this wonderful wedding between Jesus and his church. Heaven will be a party forever. A banquet going on forever with the best person of the universe, Jesus Christ. Could you imagine living a party that never ends? Hallelujah. This is heaven. This party is waiting for us. Hallelujah. So the fourth, le the fourth lesson. Heaven is full of God's presence. Verse 3. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and He will dwell with them. They will be His people, and God Himself will be with them and be their God. Heaven is full of God's presence. It makes heaven a special place, my brother. A place where we feel God at all time. When you are in church and you feel joy, you feel the Holy Spirit working you. When you listen to a word like that and you become confident, you get filled with hope. When you feel safe, when you rest, because you know you are not alone. Heaven will be that in all the time. God will be beside you, among us, every time fourth lesson hallelujah heaven is full of god's presence hallelujah the fifth point there will be no more pain in heaven he will wipe every tear from their eyes verse 4 there will be no more death or mourning or cry or pain for the old order of things has passed away in heaven there is no more pain in this world, we deal with pain every day. Sometimes it is physical pain. Sometimes we have disease, illness. Or we deal with spiritual pain also. Sometimes we be cold. We become cold in God's presence. And we have to face it on earth. We have bad feelings, emotional disease. But I have a great news for you. In heaven there is no more pain if you are feeling pain if you are in trouble if you are fighting against your flesh fighting against a sickness fight against this coronavirus fight fight against depression fight against a, a big problem in your family in your marriage with your children i can tell you and assure you that in heaven there is no more pain hallelujah god is waiting for you there. There is no more depression there. No more deception. The pain hurts us here. We need doctors, psychologists, counselors, medicine. But in heaven, we won't need anesthesia. Hallelujah. We don't need painkillers. No. There is no more pain there. Hallelujah. Number six. There will be no more cry. And you know, we cry a lot in this world. <laughs> Since we born here, we quite cry for food when we are a baby. <laughs> we, we cry for our family. 
We cry for those who die here and we love. We cry for our nation. We cry for our church. But in heaven, there is no more crying. No problems to deal with. It's done. God solved everything for me and for you. And God will wipe every tear from your eyes. You're going to be comforted by God. Because there is no more crying. Number seven. There is no more death. Hallelujah. Dead will die. <laughs> the Bible says it. Dead will die. And it won't be resurrected. Death won't enter in New Jerusalem. In heaven there is no mourning. No graves. So there the voice of death will be silenced. Hallelujah. <laughs> so there is no more death. Number eight. A ticket has been booked for you to enter in heaven. Did you know that? You have a ticket to go to enter there. The Bible says in Revelations. I'm going to read again. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirst, I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. Those who are victorious will inherit all this. And I will be their God and they will be my children. If you want to go to heaven, someone paid that ticket to you. If you are thirst, just come, Jesus said. He has water, living water, without cost, water of life to give it to you. And to fill your body, to fill your soul with his love, with his joy and salvation. You don't need to give anything Jesus prepared everything. There is an offer. Those who are thirst, come. If you have thirst, if you are thirst, come. You have to come. It's done. Jesus paid the price on the cross for you to go to heaven. God wants to see everybody saved. Do you know that? It is written in the Bible. Look in 1 Timothy 2, verse 3. says, This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. This is God's desire, to be saved everyone. And God judged Christ in that cross for you. He was judged in my place, in your place. Jesus delivered you from hell. And after resurrection, he went to heaven to prepare a special place for you. He did it for you because he loves you, my brother. He loves you. And to go to heaven, you have to repent. You have to confess Jesus. You have to believe that he died for you and he rose again on the third day you have to commit yourself to christ here on earth to be a good temple of god's presence 
and later you'll be able to live in God's temple in Jerusalem. New Jerusalem in heaven. You have to follow Jesus. You have to serve Him. Do you want to do that? Remember what I said. If I find myself desires which nothing this world can satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. You are made for another world. You are made to go to heaven. You have a choice to do right now. Go to heaven with Christ or go to hell without Him. It's your option. It's your choice. You have to choose just one. You have right now a time just to say, God, I want to go to heaven. I want to repent. I want to confess that I believe in Jesus Christ. That He resurrected on the third day. He died for me. He paid the price. And now I have a ticket in my hands. And I can enter in God's presence in the new Jerusalem. Jesus is coming very soon. And in just a little bit more of this time, we will see our Redeemer coming. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Revelation 5, verse 9, says, And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take this scroll and to open its seals, because you are slain. And with your blood you purchased it for God's persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. Hallelujah. You were bought with Jesus' blood. He loves you and His desire is to see you in heaven. Please have expectation about heaven. Put your hope in Jesus and live here as a citizen of heaven. Doesn't matter if you are an Irish person or Brazilian, Latvian, Russian, Lithuanian. <laughs> no, you have a special citizenship and you have to use it because here on earth you do not belong to this world. And you can live as a citizen of heaven. Put your eyes on Jesus. Put your hope in Him. Look to Him every day. Look to the cross. There was empty. And there is empty right now. Because Jesus resurrected. <laughs> and He's waiting for you there. In heaven. In the new Jerusalem. But you have to make your choice today. Not tomorrow. Make your choice. Go to heaven with Christ. If you want it, open up your heart. Because... The ticket is here. <laughs> you can get. God paid the price for you. And to finish this message, I want to read three verses with you. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20 and 22. says, Jesus said, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door... I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. 
To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne. Just as I was victorious and sat down, sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to their church. Hallelujah. Jesus is knocking your heart's door today. Can you listen it? Just be in silence just for five seconds. Can you listen? God's knocking the door of your heart. But you know, as we read now, this door, you have to open. Jesus, he won't be able to open this door because it's a choice. It's an option. You have to do it. Open the door of your heart. Listen God's voice. Feel His presence come inside of you. And say, Lord, please enter in my life. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Jesus Christ. Now I know that Jesus Christ, you told me, do not be troubled in this world. <laughs> I'm going to prepare a place for you. Now I understood, Lord. That I have a special place in heaven. The new Jerusalem. I want to go and to walk on the streets of pure gold. I want to go and, 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 and take and drink the water of the, the rivers of life. I want to go and eat of the, the tree, the fruit there. That heal all the nations, the Bible says. Make your choice today. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from death, you will be saved. And you're going to be able to go to heaven and live a big party in God's presence forever. Eternity is waiting for you. The eternity is waiting for you. For where will you go? Heaven is for you, my brother. If I am you, I write it. If you have social media, you can write this phrase. Heaven is for real. Many people, they are curious. They want to know more about it. And you can read the full chapter of Revelation 21. And get more details of the place that is waiting for me and for you heaven exists so choose to follow jesus here on earth and receive the ticket he bought for you to go spend eternity beside him choose to go to heaven may god bless you pastor Miles will pray for us right now hallelujah i want i have a question for you are you sure of your salvation? Are you sure of your salvation? Jesus paid the price for you to be saved. And I want to help you if, if in a prayer. Maybe you are away from God or maybe you are not sure. And the first thing you need to do is to repent from your sins. And to say, God, I am sorry for what I have done. I have lived a life without you, sinning against you. 
and please forgive me if you can close your eyes and I want to pray for you in order for you to be sure about your salvation because heaven is waiting for you close your eyes and pray this prayer right now and say with me Jesus you are the only God and I trust you Jesus you died at the cross to save me and I am here confessing I am a sinner I sinned against you please forgive me Jesus I give you my life and I want to follow you from now on wash me in the pure blood of Jesus Christ today I receive forgiveness I receive a new life I receive forgiven and I am saved and I'm gonna follow you for the rest of my life you are my Lord you are my Savior and I love you Jesus in Jesus name I pray amen and amen may God bless you may God keep you please if you don't have a Bible buy one Bible start reading a Bible have a time of prayer every day and please join to a church some brothers and sisters that's going to help you to build your faith in Jesus name be blessed amen